Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you guys hear about this mom in New Jersey? So she posts on Facebook about some grotesquely inappropriate sexual stuff going on at the kid's school. And uh, the United States military gets involved? This story is absolute bananas and just more evidence of this growing descent into totalitarianism brought on by useful idiots in our military media and elsewhere. I got a lot to talk about today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Listen, privacy is a right, not a privilege. Protect your online privacy. Get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. I've got the witch hunt continues and the constant witch hunt for new offenders is producing a generation of kids who are candidly and sadly, folks, many of them are suicidal. Got a report. Even the Washington Post now is starting to acknowledge what we did to our kids. Loaded show for you today. A lot to do with parenting, kids, and the culture wars. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Magic Spoon. Why do I show you this box that's torn open? Because this is how my kids and, and uh, all of us in the house eat Magic Spoon. We just ripped the box open because you can't wait. It's, it's, it's an actual box from my house. It's cereal. It's good for you. And it, you know, cereal doesn't have to suck. It just needs a little magic. It's time to try Magic Spoon cereal. The cereal tastes good and is good for you. Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good and be good for you. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar. Over 13 grams of protein and less than five net grams of carbs. It's low carb, keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, and only 140 delicious calories a serving. I could vouch for that. Build your own custom bundle of cereal with delicious flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, you can tell I'm hungry, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut, cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B O N G I N O to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's so confident their product is back with a 100% happiness guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Use the code Bongino to save $5 off. Stuff's worth it. It's good stuff. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. We appreciate it. All right, Joseph, let's go. We are keto-friendly, baby. Here we go. We <laughs> keto friend. How did you feel about this story when I sent this over the mom in New Jersey and the Tucker thing? Did you did you scratch your head when you watched this clip? Like, nah, disturbing. No way. Really disturbing. And, and yes, it me yes, off. it is. It pissed me off big yeah, time. Yeah, of course yeah. it pissed you off, especially with you know some of your yeah, obviously family. You well, know. you so you too. They're yeah, they're getting bolder, and and we see it everywhere. Um, when I say they, I'm talking about the left, the culture warriors on the left who are eager to dismantle the family and create a bunch of division in the family. The way they create division in the family, why would they want to create division in the family? These culture warriors on the left? Because the family is an obstacle to them, the state power. They don't want any competition there. Uh, they need you to be surgically attached to the teat of big government. Family and religion gets in the way. It's no more complicated than that. I hope you understand that. That is why the left has been in a war against religion and the family for decades now. One of the ways to do that is to create sexuality situations for kids that divorce them from their parents. In other words, eh, look at you. You're confused about your gender. Yeah, those those fogey old parents of yours, they don't get it. They don't understand. Come to us. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Look at us. Big daddy government. Yeah, you get dude. it? You oh, know what yes. I'm talking about. Now, th this part part's nothing new. We've discussed this before. 
It's this part that I think we all, as I sent this clip around this morning to be Cub, we were all like, did this really happen? I missed uh, Tucker's show last night. I saw a little bit of it last night. I fell asleep super early last night. Last night, for some bizarre reason, after doing Jesse Waters, I just hit a freaking wall. I don't know what happened. By 8.10, I was in that Lily White's party, <laughs> sleeping in the sheets. So I missed this. I, I don't know how I, I, this is upsetting because I would have picked up on this right away. Tucker covers a story about a New Jersey mom. So the kid, her daughter's in uh, in school, uh, the kid's in school, and there's these pansexual things going on in school, like these uh, things on the wall and everything. So she has a complaint about it. So she posts about it on Facebook. Like, hey, this stuff is kind of inappropriate for a kid's school, right? All of a sudden, this military officer gets involved. Here, listen to what happens next. It's the craziest thing I've heard in a long time. Check this out. So a few days ago, a mother in New Jersey called Angela Redding found out that her child's elementary school was advertising something called pansexuality. And she thought this seems a little much for an elementary school, so she complained about it on Facebook. What happened next didn't used to happen in this country and never should. And we only know about it because of a substack called Chaos and Control, which broke the story. And as we read it, we thought this can't be real, but it is. So in response to Angela Redding's post, out of the blue, an army officer at Joint Base MDL, it's a nearby military base, called Angela Redding an extremist on Facebook. That officer is called Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Schilling. Schilling then wrote on Facebook that, quote, the joint base leadership have had the security forces working with multiple state and local law enforcement agencies to monitor this situation. What? So the military responded to a mom in an elementary school complaining about the sexualization of her own child. That's a warranted a military response under Joe Biden. Apparently it did. Then shortly after, the chief of the North Hanover Police Department, Robert Duff, pressured Redding to delete her Facebook post. Let that sink in. The police and the military got involved because a mom wrote something on Facebook they didn't like. It's the kind of story you hear in the first glance. You're like, nah, that didn't happen. And then you realize that the media, uh, the deep state, the government, the culture warrior activists on the left, that they're all symbiotically involved in gaslighting Americans to becoming useful idiots and tools of their subjugation, that you realize that they're shaping and molding the public through gaslighting, that speech is violence and violence is speech. And then you start to say to yourself, yeah, this makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't a military officer engage the United States military and local law enforcement to attack a local mom who's engaging in obviously constitutional, constitutionally protected activities, excuse me, free speech and a right uh, to petition government or anyone else? Why wouldn't she? Do? But this story is insane. They are they they are molding like a my, my daughter make you, you kids make this slime stuff is a new thing these kids make slime my daughter makes this slime she makes it into everything cinnamon buns animals she makes a slime this is what they're doing to our society they're morphing us into a society of culture warriors who believe that speech is violence if you believe speech is violence then yes if you're a leftist it makes perfect sense for you to use your u.s military connections to sick the U.S. military and police department on a mom who objects to the sexualization of her kids. Folks, everybody involved in this, everyone, the military officer, the police department, everybody involved in this who sanctioned this, this clearly anti-constitutional, not unconstitutional, there's a difference, anti-constitutional attack on a mom in New Jersey, regardless of how you feel about her political opinions here. Everyone involved should be terminated immediately from their positions, immediately. 
as in yesterday. This military officer should be embarrassed and horrified. You raise your right hand and you swear to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, not take a dump on it. I don't usually cover stories like this in the open of the show. I wanted to cover something different about the deteriorating mental health of our kids and issue that fascinates me, not just because of my educational background, my fascination with the subject, but because I have kids myself and I've seen it. My daughter telling me about friends of hers and others and friends of friends having these severe mental crises. Stuff, I don't know, Joe, I gotta be honest, when I grew up, it was just, it was unheard of. I mean, yeah, I can't speak for you, but you just didn't, you know, when I was in sixth, seventh and eighth grade, I just don't remember hearing about students in the class who were suicidal. It It was was rare. It just, well, rare. Yeah, it was rare. Not that it didn't happen. Right. It was just, like you said, it was the kind of thing where if it did, it was kind of earth-shaking. And now, me obviously keeping touch and tabs with my 18-year-old and 10-year-old, it's bizarre how often I'm hearing stories like this. Now, without going into details, because I don't want to uh, it cause any more pain for anyone who's already been through it, but a neighbor of mine in a place I used to live lost their daughter. It came home. One day and, you know, found her dead. Obviously, there was a situation yesterday, sadly, with Senator Ted Cruz's daughter. Folks, we have to start putting two and two together. We have to start asking ourselves. You know, I always think of that song, The Russians by Sting. You know, the Russians love their children, too, and it was about the nuclear bomb. Well, with this culture war, the liberals, do you love your kids, too? I want you to look at this tweet here. This is by a guy, Alex McGillis. He's covering a Washington Post story. The CDC found that 45% of high school students, 45% were so persistently sad or hopeless in 2021, they were unable to engage in regular activities. Almost one in five seriously considered suicide and 9% surveyed trying to take their lives during the previous 12 months. He said, what the heck? Yeah. What the is right. 45% are persistently sad or hopeless. You're telling me half of our high school students or roughly as much can't find any meaning to their lives? Ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing here? Again, do the liberals, do the liberals out there engage in this culture war? Do you love your kids too? Well, why am I bringing this up in terms of politics, Dan? This tweet from uh, Alex McGillis doesn't mention politics. Because ladies and gentlemen, uh, the explanations for this this is a this is a new phenomenon. We have never seen numbers like this of uh, you know d- destruction and to the the mental health of our kids, persistent psychopathologies developing in kids who want to destroy and terminate their own lives. We haven't seen this in modern times. So clearly, there is a factor, a variable playing in that wasn't there before. There is an X or Y, whatever variable want to use we want to use that wasn't there before. So what is it? Has anyone put two and two together, tying it to the first story? That this constant witch hunt for violations of your newfound cultural norms to perfection may be causing and brewing this atmosphere, this deeply troubled society where we've created a group and a core of cultural vigilantes and we have them out there like this military officer going out and looking for people with different political opinions, sicking the military and the police on them? You know, folks, when I was a kid, people had a lot of political opinions. I don't believe I, I, I don't I just simply don't recall 
being kind of instructed either tacitly or openly that it was your job to go out and find people to cancel them. Create a bunch of cultural vigilantes. What you're going to get is a society full of people who are angry and mercenary. I wrote some other things down that are quite obviously contributing to the collapse of the mental health of our kids. This is tautologically the next generation, obviously. You want a bunch of people in positions of power of which 10% of them had looked at in their teenage years ways to take their own lives? You think this is normal? Here's some other things that maybe we should consider on the liberal side of the aisle. Maybe we should consider stopping so we don't create a generation of suicidal people in positions of power later on. Folks, this isn't the Washington Post. I'm not making this up. Maybe all the apocalyptic talk isn't helping. Maybe the idea that you're telling kids that they have no hope in their future, that we've got 10 years and the earth is going to burn, burn up into a little piece of charcoal, which is obviously bull. You can care and should care about the environment. Should do what we can to take care of this gift God gave us, this rock we call earth. Just like we should take care of animals when we can as well. That doesn't mean we shouldn't eat them. You need the protein to stay advised. That's the way the world was designed. You take care of Earth, too. You got to realize that living on Earth requires us to use resources the planet's provided for us, which is going to produce waste. That's the way the world works. Find ways to manage it. Stop the apocalyptic talk. No wonder you're creating a bunch of suicidal kids. You're telling them in 10 years they're all going to be dead. This is a mystery to you? Liberal, liberal parents telling your kids this? Second, the race essentialism. It's not just CRT. It's this uh, social, emotional learning, whatever euphemism you want to use for race essentialism. In other words, the idea that the melanin component of your skin is determinative in your life. You're black or Hispanic, you have no shot. You have no shot. You're a victim of a broken society. You have no shot of succeeding. Why would people be suicidal and depressed? You're telling them they have no shot. Even if they did have a shot, they'd be dead in 10 years. Then, on the other hand, you're telling white students they were born evil. They were born racist. One of the worst things you can call someone. There's nothing they can do about it. Behavior is irrelevant. And they have to apologize for things they never did because they're responsible. Gee, why are they depressed and suicidal? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe because you're telling them that the melanin component of their skin is determinative in their life and they're evil, either evil and they can't fix it or they're victims. Class envy. Maybe another thing we should scrap. You're teaching kids in the middle class or kids who are poor, not only if they're black, that they have no shot or Hispanic, they have no shot, that they'll be dead in 10 years. You're also teaching them they have no chance at success because evil white people at the top are taking away all their money and assets and they'll have no ability to earn a prosperous future at all for them or their families. Why would they be depressed? Gee, I don't know. You're divorcing them from their communities. Telling them, oh, that's old fogey stuff. A Christmas fair at the church. Hey, go, that stuff is all goofy. You know what, Joe? I know you remember growing up. This is the kind of thing people did. We had block parties growing yeah. up. I know now it's a oh, hokey bunch of old fogey idiots do a block party. You know what? They were a lot of fun. Got to know and your you neighbors. Had this crazy thing. 
Yeah. yeah. You got to know your neighbors. And this crazy thing happened, Joe. It was called social interaction, oh, where you right. look people in the face and you sat down on those. Remember those horrible fold-down chairs? They were like the aluminum frame with that scratchy <laughs> fabric. You pop one of those babies open, you crack a Budweiser, and that that you talk to your neighbors. And you know what? They had a DJ at the block party. You divorce people from your communities, you bury them in the phone, and then you're stunned when they can't socially interact with people, earn the enjoyment from that. We're social creatures. And then you wonder why they're suicidal. Then you divorce them from religion. Uh, false gods, religion, don't go to church. Church is for old uh, fogies. That's all, that's all uh, voodoo stuff. Is it really? You sure about that? Because it seems that people in my church don't believe that at all. Neither do I. And they seem a whole lot happier than you. Folks, this is a crisis. This constant creation of cultural vigilantes resulting in a generation of suicidal, mentally disturbed kids. If it's not the definition of a crisis, I don't know what is. It's like a societal original sin that you can't be absolved from. And what are you no. going to do? And it, it, what it does is it creates a scenario where what are you going to do is the response. In yes. other words, there's no way for you to overcome it. Yes. It's some breaking news, by the way. It's just happening as a podcast. Uh, Brittany Griner, the WNBA player, has been freed in exchange for an arms dealer. Now, this just happened. You're probably listening to this a little bit on delay, so you'll have heard the news by now, but it's breaking here as I'm recording. And a uh, fascinating part of this, folks. Don't you find the timing a little bit coincidental? The Russians, who were no friend of ours, the Russians were probably trying to stick it to Biden and didn't want to give him a political victory before the elections. You notice they waited uh, until the last election was <laughs> Herschel Walker. Do you uh, notice him? Don't believe me. Do not think for a second this is by accident. They didn't want to give Biden any kind of political victory, uh, Putin. That's, I, mean, I can almost guarantee you uh, that's why that happened. All right, just broke. So we'll obviously talk about that a little more on the radio show as well. I've got a lot more to get to. Let me get to my next sponsor. I want to show you again um, how this everything is racist all the time, despite of the evidence that this is all garbage and nonsense, is creating this generation of kids who believe that the melanin component of their skin is determinative of their life. And this, as Joe just said, what are you going to do? Nothing I can do. It's out of my control. World sucks. I'm going to be poor forever. I'll show you what I mean in a second. Kareem Jean-Pierre, a perfect example of this. Evidence kicking them in the face that what they're saying about racism and voter suppression is wrong. And they just don't care. They'll keep parroting it no matter what. Like a bunch of just, uh, you know, uh, that, 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 that machine. Just someone sent me this. This is funny. Someone sent me when he said, you hit a button and it gives you a response. There you go. Green job, Pierre. Mention voting. Mention voting. Voter suppression. Racist. But it doesn't matter. They have a canned response. Someone sent the sound machine. Think about it. I mean, it's so true. All right, let me get to this. I target. Ladies and gentlemen, you have iTarget. iTarget is a laser round. You put in your firearm. You can train all day with it. It is wonderful. I love the system. You've heard me talk about it before. I'm about to take you to the next level. If you don't have iTarget, pick it up because this new product, too, is something you have to get. You ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range? Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack. That's what I have for a truly unique training experience. Compete with your friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react and to practice while the system times every shot you take. You've got to be proficient with that firearm. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN. 
when you go to itargetpro.com, I-T-A-R-G-E-T, itargetpro.com. Itarget comes in most calibers. Nine millimeter, two, two, three, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. Pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code Dan. Check it out. You're going to love this system. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Here's what I mean, folks. When you tell people that race is essential, despite the evidence everywhere, you get a society of people who, again, don't feel like they can control their own lives. One of the things about human beings and the act of consciousness, unlike dogs who don't know they're dogs, they just know they're something. The dog doesn't have any idea it's a dog. It thinks you're a big dog. It doesn't know. It doesn't say, I think, therefore I am. It doesn't understand Descartes, right? You do. You believing, however, that you are not an independent being and you're under the control and you're some NPC type, uh, you know, uh, character in a video game, i.e. the simulation we brought up, which I don't believe. I believe we are in some kind of a program here, but not that we're, we control, free will is a real thing. It's going to cause the destruction of your mental state. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre. Even though they won the election in Georgia, the Senate election, the Senate election, the runoff with Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, even though both candidates were black, even though black voter turnout, Democrat turnout, and overall turnout hit record highs, and even though there's not a single example that has been produced about a voter being prevented from voting due to voter suppression and the new Georgia voter ID laws and voter integrity laws, It doesn't matter. She sticks right to the talking point that voter suppression is real, even though voter suppression wasn't real. Check this out. The White House and the president were very vocal about Georgia's uh, new election law when it was signed in March of 2021. And the big argument from the White House was that it would suppress voting. Um, But there was record turnout in the primary. There was record turnout in the general, record turnout in the runoff, in early voting absentee ballots and in-person voting. So is the DOJ going to drop their lawsuit against the state? I can't speak to DOJ's actions and what they're going to do. The president, though, called it um, Jim Crow in the 21st century and a blatant attack on the Constitution. So does he still see it that way? I'll say this. I'm not going to speak to the Department of Justice uh, legal uh, actions. That's something for them to uh, to speak to. Uh, what I can say, and uh, not not going to get into specifics of your question, but you guys, you all have reported this, that there was uh, suppression. Uh, that uh, that that we saw that uh, throughout uh, through that throughout the the Georgia election. So that is something that was been reported on. So I leave it to those reports. He brings up a good point, Joe. You know the Michael Anton line. That's not happening, but it's great that it yeah. is. You know, this is the opposite. This is happening, and it's great that it is. In other words, voter suppression is happening, but it's so great. Turnout was wonderful, and we won. I mean, this is. A- The idiocy displayed here is hard to fathom. And to the younger people who listen to my show on college campuses, because I know 
your, the liberal people you deal with on the campus, the liberal students, are still convinced, despite not a shred or scintilla of evidence that any of this is actually true, that there is massive voter suppression going on. I want you to ask him a couple of questions. Can you produce, again, a single example of a voter? Just one. That's all I'm asking. Legal voter who was prevented from voting because of these Georgia, uh, Georgia voting laws. Can you produce one? Now, you, you're suggesting there was mass suppression. Understand, I'm not even asking you for that. I'm not asking you to produce evidence of what you're saying about mass suppression. I'm just asking you to produce one non-mass suppression. Just produce one. So we can both go to bat for that person, which we would, because I am an actual civil rights advocate, uh, advocate and activist, and their right to vote. Can you produce one? The answer is no, of course you can. Evidence doesn't matter to these people. And here's another thing. Do you notice she's complaining there about the long lines? Long lines. Long lines, by the way, in voting areas run by Democrats, I want to add. And then secondly, do you notice no one's yet to ask her about the long lines in Maricopa County, Arizona, where a bunch of people uh, turned around and couldn't vote because the machines broke on game day when the election was being administered by the Democrat Secretary of State? Oh, and she was on the ballot, too. Katie Hobbs. Weird. Oh, it's so weird. Why is nobody asking Corinne Jean-Pierre that? You see how they have it both ways? Again, to the libs out there, I know this is hard. I know you're scratching at your eyeballs, peeing your diapers right now. I get that. But you claim to care about long lines and voting locations, right? It's really strange how you only seem to care if it's in a Democrat area run by Democrats. But when it's in a Republican area and the Democrats, the secretary of state and Democrats run that border election, but there's a lot of Republican votes and they're actually turned around because we have them on video admitting it. You don't seem to care much. It's almost as if you're full of crap and you're just looking to stoke racial hatred in this country. And now you're wondering why 45 percent of kids are depressed. Everybody hates you. You're black. You can't vote. You've got no chance. The rich white guys keeping you down. Evil white people run your life. Why is everybody depressed? Gee, I don't know. Folks, the hierarchy and the hypocrisy is everywhere, too. It's just everywhere. The kind of hatred these people are producing amongst this generation of cultural vigilantes that they want out there searching Twitter for people to cancel and searching for conservatives to cancel and to condemn and to have, you know, the heretic burned at the stake. The generation they're creating leads to incidents like this. The hypocrisy is stunning. Now, again, it's an example of hierarchy. We're in power and you're not. But I want to point this out to you. So there's a case in the Supreme Court right now about a website designer. The website designer has said, I will serve any customer, gay, straight, whatever you may be. I will serve any customer. What I will not do for any customer, gay or straight, is design a website using my creative abilities that are uh, where I'm forced to state a message in contrast to my religious belief. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is or it doesn't make a difference. I won't do that. The left, of course, again, diaper wedding and all that. The left, no, 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 no. You have to serve everyone. Even if I compel you, to speak in a way you choose not to by designing a website saying something you disagree with. It's really strange because the same leftists have almost nothing to say about this story in the Washington Post. Mouths, mouths are shut right away. 
So there's a restaurant in Virginia, they refused to serve a Christian group, citing the staff's dignity. That's fascinating. You cite tolerance while refusing to serve. So the long and short of it is a family-oriented group that wanted to go to this restaurant in Richmond, and the staff said, no, we're not going to serve them. And they canceled the event they were supposed to have roughly about an hour and a half before the event was supposed to start, screwing up the entire thing, of course, trying to humiliate the group. You don't want to see anything about the left here. So the left wants, just to be clear, they want a Christian baker and a Christian website designer who has clearly stated that they will serve any customer. They just will not be compelled to speak or create art in a way that disagrees with their religion. That guy and that woman need to be punished immediately, hung by their toenails upside down. Yet this restaurant, who has clearly stated, we won't serve a Christian group. They're not compelling them to speak. Do you see the difference? Please tell me you get the difference. This is one of the most important segments I'm going to do on this. Nobody is compelling the restaurant to do anything other than engage in business, which is serving food. No one, if this Christian group went in there, sat down and said, I want as you service us at the table, I want everyone to wear a button that says, uh, I'm Christian and proud. You I am Christian and proud, but you have no legal right to tell them to do that. Then the restaurant would say, well, we're not going to do that. You can eat somewhere else. 100% agreed. That, that's not happening. They just wanted to go in there and eat. And the restaurant said, no, we don't service your kind here. That's not what the website designer said. The website designer never said anything like that. She said, sure, I'll make you a website for your wedding. No problem. Oh, but you need to say this about uh, gay marriage. Uh, Well, I'm not saying that. You can't compel me to say that. They're saying, no, you will say it. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a huge difference between service in the free marketplace and compelled speech. It's really unbelievable how many leftists feign ignorance on this point or just plain are ignorant. You're such frauds. It's obvious. Oh, yeah, we can refuse service. We don't like Christians. Yeah, well, they don't want to service that message, that specific message for a gay marriage. No, no, you'll do it. What tyranny looks like, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I got a lot more to get to. Loaded show today, big news day. Let me get to my my next uh, sponsor. And folks, by the way, to the young kids out there, the uh, Biden administration is getting really, really good at BSing you. You guys got totally worked. Again, use Venmo. You transfer cash online. Use any of these apps. Good luck. You got worked again. Again, you got worked over. I'll show you what I mean in a second. It's Christmas. Holiday season's here. Time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, looking years younger, thanks to GenuCell. Paul is a big fan of GenuCell. So is my mother-in-law. Works. Don't take my word for it. Take theirs. From now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Dan. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags, and puffiness. And yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. And included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan and enter my special code Dan, D-A-N, for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. 
G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Check them out. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So the young kids out there keep getting suckered into this uh, Biden administration. Oh, they're there for you. Tolerance coexists. We're all in it. We're all in it for this. It's the same fight, brother. Social justice. Here we go. Why do you keep getting suckered by these idiots? Remember Biden? Remember that line? Ah, we're not going to tax anyone who makes under $400,000. That's freaking hilarious. Really sorry you fell for that one. You see, they want to start taxing uh, Venmo transfers for $600 now. <laughs> Man. Unreal. The the IRS goes after your side hustle, Wall Street Journal. So the IRS is now demanding uh, the notification via 1099. Used to be for $20,000. In other words, say you're a, whatever, I sell Gia baseball card. If the card wasn't $20,000, you know, it largely would escape IRS, uh, you know, IRS, uh, the, the IRS snooping over your shoulder, right? They lowered it to $600. Use Venmo, PayPal, Amazon, Square. Well, now you sell something on those platforms, you're going to get a 1099K and you're going to have to report all that to the IRS. Why? How do the younglings keep getting work? Remember uh, uh, the Star Wars with the, the, what was it, like the fourth or fifth movie? when they get, The younglings, we have to take care of the younglings. How do the younglings keep getting suckered? See, I don't really care about this stuff because I don't really use Venmo and I pay my taxes anyway, so it's not a big deal to me. I don't really care about an audit. I'll probably get audited once a year for the rest of my life because I'm a conservative. But honestly, I don't care. Um, we play it by the numbers because I don't take chances with this kind of stuff. However, there are a lot of young people have side hustles, sell stuff. Good luck, man. Now you got the IRS coming after you. Sounds like something I warned you about months ago. You guys remember the show where I was saying with this 400,000 uh, limit that, oh, we're not going to tax anyone under 400,000. Folks, that's total garbage. The money is with the middle class. I know you've been told that taxes all largely come from the wealthy, and they do. The top 1% pays about 20% of the taxes. Here's the catch. 80% of the taxes are paid by the rest. That's where the money is. You, of course you were going to get screwed. How do you keep falling for this stuff? This is the Democrats who want this, not us. Now, here's some more gaslighting. This is why people keep voting for this stuff. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday. She's asked about the Inflation Reduction Act, which has neither reduced inflation nor has it lowered costs. Costs are still going up. That they're not going up at the rate they were going up two months ago or three months ago is irrelevant. Inflation is still at 40-year highs. Here she is touting all the reference to lowering costs. This is just absurd. This is how people fall for this crap because nobody calls them out in the press room on this in mass. It's only Fox. Check this out. Let me just say the vice president has been a great partner of the president this past uh, two years. Uh, you know, the successes that they both have had in the uh, clearly Biden Harris administration on getting uh, things done for the American people when it comes to the economy, when it comes to lowering costs, when it comes to fighting uh, inflation. Uh, and that is something that we're going to continue to do. Okay, they haven't lowered costs. They're not fighting inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, you're getting worked. You're getting completely worked. This is obvious gaslighting. Lying to people, lying often, which Karine Jean-Pierre does. Lying confidently. I don't know if she lies. She's not very good at the lying. And then isolating people from the truth. The isolation you just saw in the press room. 
where almost nobody called her out on that. Uh, excuse me, Madam Press Secretary, that's completely inaccurate. Inflation's still running at 40-year highs. Costs are not going down. You're just making that up. This is why people still believe that this administration is in it for them. I wanted to update you in the latest on the Twitter files, by the way. The latest developments here are hilarious. Karine Jean-Pierre, by the way, doesn't want to talk about this at all. Did you see this? Watch this cringe moment. She doesn't want to talk about this at all. The Hunter Biden story, suppression story at Twitter. She's now going to kick it over to the, oh, that all happened during the campaign, so we have nothing to do with it. Really? Because you're responsible for the FBI now. And the FBI had a key role in suppressing this Hunter Biden story. Watch the squirming. This is a classic. I'm wondering if there, there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop story. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by uh, by the campaign from here. That is not it, it is a political uh, uh, campaign. So I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act. And so I'm just not going to comment on on the question that you're asking me. Of course, they won't comment. <laughs> They're trying this kind of drip, drip, drip. Yeah, I know. Move on that org thing now. Uh, so last night, funny story, I'm doing Jesse Waters show last night. And, you know, you don't want to be late, even though my studio is, uh, is right around my house. It's, uh, it's not far. I don't want to be late. So I usually get up here a little early. And I was the A block. That's the beginning of the show, obviously. A, B, C, you get the point, right? So I'm the beginning of the show. So I get up around, I don't know, 645. Jesse's show starts at 7 Eastern. And I'm listening to the end of Brett Bear's show. And he has his panel on. And this tweet comes up from from Jack, who was the old uh, the founder of Twitter. You know, at Jack, he's he's a, he's still an equity holder, but he's not involved anymore. And Jack decided to be a good idea for some stupid reason to comment and reply to Elon Musk about Elon releasing the Twitter files about suppressing Hunter Biden's story. And Jack, in one of the greatest self owns I think I've ever seen on Twitter, this guy's not that bright. He tweets to Elon, "Hey, basically release everything." He says, "Quote." The goal is transparency to build trust. Why not just release everything without filter and let people judge for themselves, including all discussions around current and future actions? Make everything public now. Hashtag Twitter file. What does this have to do with me getting up here early last night? Because Jack could have done it himself when he was in charge and decided not to. This has got to be the greatest cell phone ever. So Brett has the panel on and Leslie Marshall, who's a leftist, she's on the panel and she's like bringing up this point about, yeah, this should all happen. And Elon should. And, and Brett asked her the question was, well, Leslie, Jack could have done it himself. You got to watch her reaction. She's just sitting there and like, oh, uh, OK. This is a, he was the he could have done it, too. And now you're taking a shot at Elon Musk for doing what you could have done, but didn't. And you think that's a win, like a W in your column. You look like a dope. And the media, of course, is going to contribute to the continued suppression of this story because they need to con they need to continue this ongoing process of crushing conservative uh, conservatives on Twitter and suppressing negative information about liberals like the Hunter Biden story. The media is going to do everything to make this thing go away. I've always warned you about Wikipedia. The younglings are on Wikipedia, too, and they keep getting worked over by an obvious scam site. Wikipedia is a joke. It's a farce. It's an embarrassment. Wikipedia is run by left-wing Ben and Jerry's eating college, uh, you know, a, a, a college dropout losers sitting in their mama's basement. The site is a joke. If you ever cite to me Wikipedia, you're immediately taken as a loser and a zero and an ignoramus, and I'm hanging up the phone on you instantaneously if you call my radio show with this. You can say whatever you want. Do not cite Wikipedia.
Uh, Ian, Meal, Ian Miles, uh, he had a tweet out about this. So Wikipedia is now doing everything to make this Twitter file story go away. Their editors have deemed it, quote, a nothing burger and not notable. It's only the biggest political story of our time, a corrupt president engaged in corrupt international business deals, using his son as a surrogate, who's a crackhead, who's made sex tapes. We're doing business with enemies of the United States. You can see these tweets up here. Here's the editors deleting and deleting and deleting stuff, trying to make this go away. They're trying to rewrite history. They're trying to make the biggest political scandal in modern history go away because it involves Democrats. And it reminded me to just briefly chat about the parallel economy. It's not enough, a parallel economy away from cancel culture. Ladies and gentlemen, sadly, we're going to need parallel history too. Actual history, not the fairy tales the left wants you to believe. Fact, reality. We're going to have to create alternatives to everything, folks. The younglings, the kids out there, they believe in this Wikipedia garbage. It's a junk site. It's garbage. All right, uh, let me get to my next sponsor. Just a quick announcement first. Uh, the shirts are back. We had sold out, but maybe a little bit of a shipping delay, but they're back. We sold the first batch, one like that. So if you want to pick up a shirt, it's all for charity. All of our proceeds are going to go there. It's uh, the Folds of Honor shirts. It says Dan Bongino Show on the sleeve. Freedom isn't free in the back. Um, they, all of our proceeds, again, go to Folds of Honor. They're back uh, at Bongino.com. You'll see a little thing. Pick up your Bongino gear here. So uh, thank you to Paula and the team in Folds of Honor for uh, working uh, over, over, over time uh, to make it work. It's, um, it's been a huge success, kind of unexpected. We didn't anticipate such demand. So what I want to get to next is Tom Cotton finally fighting back against woke, uh, woke companies out there. It's time to tell them to go pound sand. You can't come to us whenever you need government help and then use your company to screw over the Constitution and free speech, double-barreled for you there. It ain't going to happen. Folks, almost every week you hear me talking about We the People holsters. This is my actual We the People holster for my Glock 43. Love it. One of my favorite products out there. They're a great company. We the People holsters have been a partner of the show for a long time. They don't just do holsters. You see me wearing their shirts on the show. I get asked where I get them all the time. We the People holsters. Their shirts are a world above the rest, and here's why. Not only do they have the most patriotic and pro-Second Amendment designs, all their shirts are made in the USA down to the very cotton. That one with the uh, vertical American flag that people love, that's from We the People holsters. We're talking cotton grown in America, sewn in America, printed in America, and shipped right to your door. It doesn't get any more American than that, folks. Check out their line of American-made shirts at wethepeopleholsters.com. Check out their holsters. Check out their gun belts. I'm going to give you a promo code, too, to save 25% of your order. It's Dan25. That's Dan25. Check it out. Their industry-leading gun belts are incredible. Their holsters, you can, some of them are custom-printed. They're amazing. They have a revolutionary freedom holster platform, too, that's worth your time. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. The holiday seasons are coming up. Go shopping over there. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. Thanks, We the People. This is how it's done. I don't know Tom Cotton well. I've spoken to him a couple times. I wouldn't consider ourselves close personal friends. Not that we're not friends or anything like that. I just, I don't know him that well. But I know this kind of stuff is necessary moving forward. He's a Republican senator. And uh, Cotton had a Kroger's executive. So Kroger's is looking at a merger with another supermarket chain. So the, Tom Cotton was sitting there, and I guess it was a Kroger executive there, 
And I guess they're seeking some help on this merger from the United States government. But Kroger, Kroger's, according to some reports, was involved in some woke politics himself with the um, with some actions they took against employees trying to force them to wear these kind of woke uh, things on their uniform. So Tom Cotton was like, oh, that's interesting. You guys want a little help from us now, the Republican Party, while attacking our Constitution and free speech. Ah, not so sure it's going to happen today, fellas. Check this out. This situation reminds me a little bit of the situation big tech companies have found themselves in in recent years. They've come to Washington because they fear regulation from our Democratic friends or action by the Biden administration. And they expect Republicans who are traditionally more supportive of free enterprise to come to their defense. And I've cautioned them for years that if they silence uh, conservatives and center-right uh, voters across the country, if they discriminate against them in their company, they probably shouldn't come and ask Republican senators to carry the water for them whenever our Democratic friends want to regulate them or block their mergers. So I, I've heard a lot, a lot of questioning about that today, and I've read a lot about it in the news. Um, and I'll say this. I'm sorry that's happening to you. Best of luck. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, listen. Hey, sorry. Sorry to say good. The verdict is in. Good for you, Tom Cotton. Sorry this is happening to you. Good luck. Folks, listen, man. Told you in the beginning of the show. The show flows this way for a reason. We're in the middle of a cultural war right now where the left is eager to create cultural vigilantes and mercenaries out there, eager to cancel anyone that doesn't agree with their radical far-left divisive views on what this country should be. You want to do that? You want your company going down that path? You go right ahead. Knock yourself out. Have a blast. But do not come to us as a party and ask us to help you out when you can't even do the basics, which is stay out of political targeting. Sorry. Playing a big wet one on our rumps. It's not happening. Okay. Um, this is one of those stories that um, I've spoken about in the past. But it's really critical you understand this. One of the questions I get a lot from people, and I believe me, I mean a lot. And I'm talking about over time, longitudinally, not just like one day here or there. But a question I get all the time is, Dan, the, 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 it's a uniparty this, you know, two-party system's a joke. You're correct. I've said it a thousand times. My bona fides on that are clear. Point stipulated. Verdict is in again. You win. I get it. They say, why don't we just start a third party? And I tell them all the time, this is a really, really bad idea. The better idea is to take this broken two-party system because of the way our politics are organized in this country and to take one of the parties and wrestle it back from the Swamp Rats. This is Joe's favorite story. He saw it in the show prep, yeah. which I got to tell you, this was, I'll, I'll be candid with you. This was kind of a throwaway story for me because I talk about it a lot, but it's one of those things I put at the end of the show because yeah. I think it's interesting, but I don't think, it, but now that Joe said he's interested in it, I'm, it piqued my interest too. Here's why a third party would never work in the United States. Now, I hate that I'm citing Axios because it's a left-wing site, but this story's in the newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's short. They're talking about it in terms of, here, here's, here's how you know what I've told you about how a third party would never work is real. When a third party would just split the electorate and lead to Trump's election, now all of a sudden Democrats are warning about a third party too. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Trump would prevail. Dems alarmed by 2024 bipartisan spoilers. It talks about this report about a third party candidate. 
And if they manage to keep any candidate from getting to 270 electoral votes, what happens? It may hand the election to Trump. You may say, oh, that's a good thing. Folks, it's not a good thing. I'll tell you why it's not a good thing in a minute, why a third party would be a disaster. Because people are talking about Trump running as a third party candidate. Here's what's going to happen. Number one, third party candidates do not benefit from the primary system. Okay? One, you're not in the primary. Second, you, in many states, you have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to get on the ballot. And third, you have no party ID whatsoever where tribal voters, which is a lot of voters, I wish it weren't, voters who just vote D or R. If you're an independent candidate, you're not going to benefit from any of that. You know how much money you're going to have to put out there to get your name out there? That's number one. Number two, on the presidential level, let's say you have a really successful third-party candidate and he, he or she wins, I don't know, seven or eight states and a couple of them have a good chunk of electoral votes. Therefore, nobody gets to the 270 electoral votes you need to win. No one. Candidate Republican, candidate Democrat, candidate independent. Right. Well, folks, what happens? And the race gets kicked to the House of Representatives, where every state gets one vote. Folks, these states that have a majority of House of Representative members that are Republican are going to vote for the Republican. They've got... I know this sounds, it sucks to hear. I'm not justifying it. I'm just telling you what is, not what should be. The Republicans in the House of Representatives are going to vote for the Republican candidate, period. They're not going to blow their chairmanships and their assignments. I'm just telling you what is. The Democrats are going to do the same thing. There is zero chance an independent, I don't care who it is, Donald Trump, Ross Perot, Steve Jobs before he passed. It doesn't matter. I wish this weren't the case, but it is. It's the same problem I'm having right now with mail-in voting. Yeah, I'm not voting by mail. It's a scam. Really? Because in Florida, we just won by 20 points with Republicans voting by mail. I'm not suggesting to you it's a good system. I wish there was one election day in person. There isn't. So you have two choices. Either play the game we have now and win like we did in Florida or object to the game and let the Democrats steamroll you. That's the part I thought needed explaining. That's what got what, me the, interested in it. The House of Representatives? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And the, There's not, no yeah. way you win. There's no chance. Right. These Republicans and Democrats are going to be pressured like you wouldn't believe to vote for, the, for, to vote for their party guy. The, the third party guy has no shot. So it doesn't make sense to do this. You're, you're not going to do anything. I'm sorry. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who hate the system as much as I do. I am with you. I get it. It's just, it's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to take back our party. We've been there at times. We have the infrastructure. We have the mailing lists. We have the ballot lines. Why are we forfeiting our party, the conservative movement, to a bunch of swampies in exchange for the scraps from a table that put us at a disadvantage? How does that make sense? And we got enough swampies out there. By the way, there's, um, I'll end with this story today. There's going to be uh, a internal, and this is all done by uh, committee people. There's going to be an election for the head of the uh, Republican National Committee. Ronna McDaniel's the head now. Uh, listen, folks, I have nothing personal against Ronna McDaniel. I, I, her, I don't know at all. I've had almost zero communications with. I think I 
DM'd her once about something and she never got back to me, which, you know, it's not a big deal. But um, Ronna McDaniel has not been good as the head of the Republican Party nationally. She just hasn't. She's been terrible. Uh, she blew it in this election, blew it in the last one. And this kind of stuff doesn't help. She did an appearance yesterday on the news. It's time to fire the coach, folks. And uh, I was on Fox, I believe. And she was talking about how the turnout operation worked in this election. Worked to do what? Blow the Senate in historic fashion? Lose a bunch of governorships? Barely win the House despite Biden having an approval rating of like negative 4,000%? Come on, man. You got to do better than this. Check this out. We build the infrastructure. We do the voter registration. Uh, we are doing community centers and outreach. We build a road that the candidates drive on. We put the candidates in a position to win, but we don't do the messaging for the candidates and we don't do the campaign uh, and we don't pick the candidates. Um, I think with the RNC's record, the cycle of turning out more than uh, 4 million more Republicans of winning statewide and almost every battleground state proves that the turnout worked. We just have to understand why one Republican won in a state and one didn't. And that's going to come down to messaging. And we've got to figure out why one Republican appealed to independence and another and another didn't. But I think from an RNC standpoint, we flipped the house and our ground game worked. No, your ground game didn't work. Okay. Your ground game didn't work. We did not win in swing states and battleground states. What are you talking about? We lost in Georgia. We lost in Arizona. Governor's race and the Senate race. We lost in Pennsylvania. What are you talking about? Stop talking to people like they're idiots. Folks, it's time to fire the coach. I'm sorry. As Guy just said, she's like 0 for 5 in elections she's been involved in. It's time to get someone else in there. This is how you start to fix your party. Instead of taking the scraps from the table and starting a third party from nothing, although we already financed the party we have. No, I'll take our party back. We bought it. We own it. We knocked on the doors. It's our party. Not doing that. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Again, I really appreciate everything you've done for us lately, especially buying all the shirts. It's Again, this is just a charity endeavor for us. It's not a money-making operation. Just want to help this charity out, Folds of Honor. Bongino.com is a website. If you'd like to pick up one of the shirts, we appreciate it. And please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us a lot. It is absolutely free. It takes just a couple seconds. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, and just click that follow button. It helps us uh, stay on the top charts. We deeply appreciate it. I'll see you on the radio show a little bit later. You just heard Dan Bongino.